Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, welcome to this week's <laughs> bonus segment, Safe Space with Kim and Croy. Goodbye, uh, Croy. If you feel like you're drowning or you just need to <laughs> vent or maybe you've slept with your spouse or what? partner's sibling. Your spouse is, or partner sibling. You up with your spouse or your uh, partner sibling. We and... have a lady who has, <laughs> has made. Can we just start over? Feels no, like I'm you're drowning you. and just need to vent, or maybe you've slept with your spouse or your partner sibling, and we'd like to hear it in today's episode. And do you need advice from us? Because we're about to give it. Yep. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. You are listening to Safe Space with uh, Kim, my wonderful wife, and myself, Croy, where we share our positive advice and relationship tips and plays uh, from our own personal parenting playbook at the Beerman House. Anything and everything uh, is nothing. Nothing's off limits to us. We're here to take your questions or your struggles and give you our advice on how we think uh, we would handle that if that was us or if we would never do something like that and you're just completely off the rocker, we'll tell you that. Uh, we don't care. We want to hear about it, and we're here to help improve your life uh, so that our listeners can experience those uh, trials and tribulations with you and get better with us. So, okay, you guys. No, Corey, just jump to the shit. Like, go for do it. Do you or don't you? Should she let the cat out of the bag? This is a tough one, you guys. Anonymous, we never disclose where these emails are coming from. Unless you want us to. I mean, we can I drop would never. names. Yeah, no, you, you tell us. Say, drop the name. We're dropping the name. Nobody if it's going to be Mary from Mississippi. Drink your beer. Nobody wants the If it's the name Mary from drop. Mississippi and she's she's loving her, her husband's brother, then we'll, we'll let you know. But most of the times, we'll just keep you anonymous. It. Anyways, we're going to talk about. Okay, let's just read the email. Fuck it. Hi, Kim and Croy. I love your podcast and I really need advice. Okay, you guys ready? I am madly in love and have a beautiful relationship with my husband, but we have a dirty little secret. Oh, God. I already know not to say a word. That's what I think. That's my gut right now. It says yeah. don't say a fucking no. word. Three years before I met my husband, I had a one night stand with his brother. Ah! My okay. husband knows everything we keep. No secrets. It's very hard for me to get close to his brother's wife. She is so nice to me, but I know she doesn't know about this secret. The worst part is I accidentally told a family member, family member while we were drinking one day. So there's a possibility that the secret will come out. What's your advice? What should I do if the secret comes out? Thank you for your advice. I need it. Don't say a fucking word. Who cares? Don't say a word. No, say it. Tell him. Tell him who? Tell everybody. Her husband? The no. husband knows. No, he doesn't Yes, he know. does. Three years before I met my husband, I had a my one night stand with his knows brother. Everything. No, we, she does not. My husband knows everything. We keep no secrets, right. but it's very hard for me to get close to his brother's the wife. The only person that doesn't know is the is the brother's wait, wife. Wait, whoa, 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 wait. I got to read. I'm madly in love and I have a beautiful relationship with my husband. Tell we him. have a dirty little secret. That's a lie. You're not reading it right. Yes, I am. I am madly in love and have a beautiful relationship with my husband. Yes. We have a dirty little secret. Yes. Three years before we. I met my husband, I had a one night stand with his brother. Yes. My husband knows everything. We keep no secrets. It's very hard for me to get to close to his yes. brother's wife. 
Oh, yes. I guess I read it wrong. Tell the wife. It's okay. You didn't do anything Why wrong. Why did you tell the wife? Gross. You, you didn't no. do anything. Just You don't have to get into any details. So you're telling me, sweetie, anonymous? Honey, I am telling you, you need to tell his wife. You you don't need to tell details. Why? For what reason, dude? Because you need Unless to- Unless she's confronted, she says nothing. No, Quite. no, Quite. no, no, so no, no. You should always, you should always be you on the front line. You think having dinner at the Olive Garden is you should be like, hey, by the way, I fucked your husband? No, no, no. no. That's Have ridiculous. a few glasses of wine, maybe go no. for the spa day and just say, hey, you know, uh, you know, funny story. Back in the day, I, I ran across, I ran across, you know, Joe. <laughs> your or husband's big dick and it was great, by the way. <clears throat> Great. It was a one night stand. It wasn't like it was a relationship. It was whatever. Things happen. There's no. Why does she need to know? There's no shame in that because if she finds out from somebody else, then it's going to be ooh the secret. Oh, and then it's going to be a big deal. If you just tell her, she probably doesn't even give a shit. She's going to be like, "Isn't it great?" (laughs) Or something like that. She probably won't even care. Why are we so opposite, Gray? I don't know. I think you should tell Wouldn't her. Wouldn't say a word, sweetie. Tell Trust her. me, I'm a girl. He's a guy. He no. wants to know the dirt. He's no. He's tell perverted. Her. He wants to know. No, you want to tell her. You don't want any secrets. You never want secrets. Secrets Croy, are terrible. If her husband knows that she fucked his brother, we're good. Who Nothing cares? else matters. No. His wife doesn't even know she fucked her. <clears throat> him. Look, here's the other big problem, right? There isn't one. No, no. There's a massive problem because the brother hasn't told his wife that he slept with the sister-in-law. Okay, that's, don't make that face. That's ridiculous. Who cares? That's a problem. They probably well, fucked before maybe, they even maybe met. Maybe she's prettier. Maybe she's got bigger tits. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't You're know. You're so stupid. Sweetie. I don't know. Sweetie. So I, guess, I don't know your name because my assistant hotter, just has anonymous on this. I guess if this. you're hotter than, 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 than his wife, you maybe should probably keep it a secret. Because it... There's a reason why he hasn't told. Here's the thing. Maybe there's a sweet and you would have ran across the basketball court and said, KJ was out two five minute segments or whatever you call it or whatever. You know what, babe? That would have been so hot to me. But now, baby. There's got to be a reason. Here's the thing. I wouldn't say a fucking word. And if you were confronted drinking, drink. No, listen to me. Trust me. I'm a female. She doesn't need to know anything. This happened before they met, I'm assuming. If not, give me the deets on all this. My assistant literally printed this out, and it says anonymous on the bottom of it, which is funny. Because um, she knows when I drink my wine, I might say something, but I won't. Um, I think that the secret, if it does come out, and she asks you, be like, oh, my God. Uh, that was, Girl, that was years ago. Like I would play it off like it was no big deal. Right. You could and- Okay, I like that approach. Let's do that. We're, if, if you're approached, then you're going to be like, yeah, like, well, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like, I'm sorry. I've t- we were drunk. Dev- it was don't nothing. lie it was about nothing. it. Do not lie about it. If you're, if you are questioned, definitely fess up. But I feel so bothered if it was like kitchen cash. Like, oh, like I'd be like, bitch. <laughs> no. If I was the mother, mother-in-law, no. whatever, I'd be pissed right now. So here's the thing. Nobody needs to know the secret. If you're confronted, which I feel like yeah. if you were to be confronted, it would be after a night of many drinks. You could be like girl oh my god we were so hammered i don't even remember that shit that was years ago i would play it off as nothing. silly yeah like silly like, oh my like, god silly totally not, downplay say it. nothing totally downplay it but don't downplay him just downplay the situation because if you downplay him then she's going to feel inadequate and and she's going to feel like she married like a dud so just downplay the situation don't downplay him so but, wait how does your 
what I need but to know is. But we need to know why he no, hasn't said anything to the wife. Why? Because he's not stupid. That's like awkward. Like he would be. Oh, really? You want to tell me you fucked my sister? Well, like yeah, that's if, weird. If I had. Okay. If you had a sister and I had, I would be so fucking nervous that like all of a sudden, like one day you'd Cry. find out and I'd be like, Cry. yeah, I've seen your sister's tits and they were in my face. Right. And then we would not be together. See, so, that's my point. So you wouldn't say anything is my no, point. No, you can't hide anything from your wife. Well, we're married now and I'll chop you up. I know you can't saying. hide anything. So he, it's his fault. Babe. It's the brother's fault. Whatever your name is, because my assistant's smart and she just put anonymous. But um, whatever your name is, I need to know if, what is your, okay, I need to know the logistics. So you met your husband, his brother in 1991. You fucked the brother in 1990. Like, I need to know the logistics. Like, I have to know. I need to know this. My recommendation with the information that I have today is I wouldn't say a fucking word. Yeah, unless if you're approached. confronted. Yeah. If confronted, even if she's sober, be like, a girl. Oh, my God. That was so many years ago. Like, that we were drunk, and it was like a wild night out. Like, I don't even fucking remember. That's no, how I would play that. No, because you're downplaying him. You just, you just want to, like, oh. You want to so say, long. he was so great in bed, baby. No. Like, no, you don't. Like, I don't even fucking remember, girl. Well, we you were, don't like, want to upplay or downplay the situation. So how, okay, him. what did she say? What is her exact Nothing, just line? Like, yeah, like, oh, my gosh. That, that was, I totally, you know, like, I forgot. Or, like, I, it, it was so long ago, whatever. You know, like. Yeah, like, you know, you know. <laughs> Trust me, know. sweetie. I'm a female. Don't say anything. I would downplay his but, ass. But like, we, he has but, the smallest but, pecker in America. But you should ask your husband to talk to his brother and say, dude, you better maybe. I'm fi- so bothered by cash, KJ. Maybe and fix. I'm so bothered you, by you this. You better fix that with your wife. That That's 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 his. She doesn't need to know, dude. Like, there's some secrets that are best kept unsaid. Oh, you're holding secrets, huh? No, baby. We've been together 10 years. Okay. Like, we're past the secrets. No, there's no like, secrets. No, no best secrets kept unsaid. Like, well, I don't have a sister, thank fucking God. And you don't have a brother. So we're good. Well, for that arena. Yeah, I mean. Who like, knows? Baby, you're eight years younger than me. I wasn't playing in that arena. I was doing eight years older plus. You know what I'm saying? You said I like guys in wheelchairs. To be All honest. right. <laughs> Are you drowning or having a codependent relationship with your child? May sound strange, but it happens. All right. Am I going to? I can't really afford therapy, so I saw your post on Instagram no, and thought, what we the have, hell? We have an email from JD. Oh. All wait. right. Oh, JD, um, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. She says, I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm reading above. I can't afford therapy, so I saw your post on Instagram and thought, what the hell? I'm a mom, first and foremost, and I clean houses as a side gift, which I love, but the Hubs is a major breadwinner. Our teenage son has ADHD and is so miserable in school. He hates every part of it, and because we're doing distant learning, it's falling on me to force him to do the work. I'm kind of a pushover girl like me. It's hard, especially with a son. So I've been doing much of his work, which I don't think I would do, but my kid and I seem to be in a codependent relationship and I'm drowning. I don't even feel like I'm a real person anymore. Oh my God, my heart. I feel you. This would be me in five years. I'm trying so hard to handle it all because of how much my hubby, my hubby works. Day after day, I fall deeper into feeling of how having so little value. I used to be bold, audacious, and now, well, there's not much of that left to me. Oh my God, my heart hurts. Recently, I did a bador for, oh my God, for my husband. Just for a minute, I felt so alive. I don't know how to have that feeling more often and still get my kid to graduate in a couple of years. I'm stuck, it seems. Any advice would help. Oh my God, my heart hurts so bad because I would take a bullet for my kids, all of them, any of them. I would do their work. I would do all of that, all of those things so I can feel exactly where you're at. But here's the thing. 
I think in essence what you're doing, my husband's very good at this because I would, let's go to Brielle, right? For example, Brielle, I did everything for her. I wiped her ass till she was 11. I blue dry her hair every night. I did everything for her, firstborn. Ariana, I was a single parent. So I was like, get up, get dressed. Let's make your waffle. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You can tell a difference in my girls, but yet they were raised by the same person, period. And so with that being said, I'm not oblivious to that. So with my kids, my boys, girl, Kaya, I know that me doing their work for them is not to their highest and best, right? I still think Croy should have walked across the basketball court and said my son was out those 10 minutes, but whatever. Other than that, I do feel like doing their work is not to their highest and best. You have to look at where they're going, what they're learning, and what they're doing. ADHD... I will tell you this, right? Because I, I definitely feel like my mom gave me a book when I was like 21. I definitely feel like I have it. There's so many herbal ways to help your child with that. I don't believe in Adderall. I don't believe in all of these other drugs that children are given and, and take. I don't. Uh, I dealt with ADHD most of my life. I feel like maybe 13 and on. Um, and it's been actually a gift because I'm able to manage so many companies and do so many different things at the same time. So you don't want to drown that out from somebody. You just want to subdue it to a point where they can effectively complete one task at a time, if that makes sense. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, no, fantastic perspective there and, and great advice. I will tell you this. When somebody has a condition that, that can maybe make things more, more challenging or more difficult, ADHD, uh, any type of situation like that, I, I think maybe where the reason why you're potentially feeling like you're drowning is because you're trying to take on more than you should be taking on. Okay, mm -hmm. It's not your responsibility to be the teacher. You were not educated to be a teacher, is my guess. You don't have a degree in teaching. You don't have a degree in all those things. Right now, it's your responsibility to be a mom. It's your responsibility to, to teach uh, boundaries, uh, to keep those structures in place that you've set up as a family. Uh, whether it's school, whether it's playtime, whether it's dinner time, whether it's TV time, whatever those is, those will stay the same. If, if there's a task to be done, whether it's a chore or school or whatever, this is what we're going to do. And I think where, where you need to maybe, maybe just take a, take a breath is that it's going to be okay if maybe your child isn't necessarily advancing that you, as far as you think he should. Or, or maybe advancing at all, as long as he is maintaining his continued education level. Okay, he's not falling behind, right? We don't, we don't want him to start to start not to like forgetting things. But if if, if you don't achieve all thirteen assignments that he's supposed to get done, and you only achieve achieve three, that's better than nothing. I what think you're doing I, is totally fine. What you're doing is totally okay. I'm going to interrupt you here. I had parents that were, you know, they said, you have to go to college. You, you, you have to be, a, you know, something. You have to go to college. I said, mom, I want to be famous, blah, 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 blah. You have to do something. So I went to nursing school because I didn't want to be a hairdresser like my mom, right? And I loved it and I was pushed to do it. But I also did it all on my own. My mom said, basically, whatever you choose to do, you're going to do on your own. I grew up super fast, I didn't have my mom helping me through like she did high school, right? When I get home from high school and I would have a project too, my mom would help me. My dad would build whatever it would be that I needed for science class, right? I actually graduated high school early. 
And, you know, I had that support when it came to nursing school. My mom was like, you're on your own. Like you're going to do it and you're going to do it on your own. I grew up so fucking fast. I still on all six of my kids look back and think to myself, how did my mom do that? How did you take a stance? Because I obviously, as you would JD, I feel like we're very similar in this aspect that we would do our kids work and do all these things to help them and guide them. But in the end, it's actually when doing all their work for them and them not doing it themselves is inhibiting, right? Their growth. Right. And I think I've seen that with Brielle so black and white, the difference between Brielle and Ariana that I, that God showed me so black and white that I don't do that with Kaya, for example, or my boys. And I think you need to look at it like this as much as, and I think moms, you can all sympathize with me. We would all do everything for all of our children. It just is what it is. But there comes a time and a place and a point where you just have to take a step back and you say, you know what? They're on their own. Like they have to do it. Croy is the only driving force in my life as to why I took a step back from Brielle and a step back from Ariana and let them grow on their own. It's hard as shit, but you're not allowing them to grow if you're doing everything for them. And then not only on top of that, but you're also drowning yourself and continuing to do it because in your heart, you know, what's not right. It's not a good feeling. You know, in your heart, like this is not what you should be doing. And then you're losing yourself and you're fighting for your child. And it becomes like almost an internal battle. I think you need to stop regroup. I love to run because I can think and regroup because I obviously, I think, I don't know that anybody can understand what it's like for a mother's love. Um, you would do anything for them, but it's not healthy, right? So you focus on you. You explain that this is to your highest and best. I think as far as ADHD, my parents never wanted to give me medicine. They always gave me books and research on ways to deal with ADHD without being medicated. And it's been to my highest and best. I own three companies that are super successful, a TV show. There's people that have ADHD. It's not like a fault per se. Um, so my parents tried to focus on like the benefits of it, which I appreciate. There's ways you can do like acupuncture or herbal medicine and ways to manage it. But I think with a man, especially, or a boy in particular, I let Croy raise our sons when I wanted to walk across the basketball court and say that my son was not playing for those 10 minutes. I know as a mother that I need to take a step back and like, I want my boys to be men like their dad. So that's hard for me to take a step back with my boys. But every time I realize, okay, my husband's amazing. He's a great husband, a great father. I'm going to take a step back and let him do what he does, but it's not easy. It's like, eh, you got to do it, but it's not always easy. Yeah. Well, Fantastic, fantastic information. <laughs> Wrapping You're it so up here, I, I would I would just say, join forces with your husband. Make sure you guys stand your ground. Find what motivates your teenage son, right? Uh, wh- whatever that is that motivates him, and and use that to your advantage to say, look, if, if you want to, if where where you want to be in a couple years, you you need to get this done to get there. Uh, Again, what whatever he finds as recreational, those privileges can be lost if those. Her uh, husband's working a ton. She's right, trying right. To so, but him. he's he's to, still like, there. Act like she's handling it all on her <clears throat> own. You you shouldn't be doing it on your own. That's my point. You're you're feeling like you're drowning because you are trying. But to Then do he it on starts your own. getting bad grades, and then he's her husband's that's working his. all the so time. So again, too, it it's 
you, you, you're only responsible for so much as a parent, right? We, as parents, we want to take it all on. We want to pack on the, on the luggage. And I take pack a on, bullet for right. any one of my children. But at some day, point, at some point, it's, it's no longer your responsibility as a parent. And it's up to your child to handle their own responsibilities. Well, as much as I, as I don't have a relationship with my parents, I will say this. And I've said it many times before is that I have the utmost respect for the way that they raised me from a standpoint of like, you're on your own. Like you need to do it. You're 16. Get your license. Here's your car. They had a loan in my name for six thousand dollars for my little Acura Integra. Like I have the um, like I as a parent look at it like holy shit. How did you do that? Like my heart, right? Like how did you do that? Sure. So I think there's a middle ground. Like I think my parents were extreme. I think I'm extreme to the point where like I wanted Croy to go across the court and say KJ didn't play for those 10 minutes or whatever and like fight his battle. And Croy said, it's fine. It's fine. There's a balance. I'm still learning that balance. I may have to learn that balance the rest of my life. If I didn't have my husband, it would probably be a different ball game. Yeah. But I know raising sons is way different than girls. And so from, from a mother to mother, I think that you should allow him to be a man fight his own battles. It's very difficult because the connection between a mother and a son is really different but you want to raise a man. Yeah. And I think that you need to take a step back and let him fight his own battles and also give yourself a little bit of space too. Like it's not your responsibility to continue to guide him and, and make him into who you want him to be. Let him grow into who he needs to be. Right. Uh, I'll end on this. I've never found anything wrong with communicating anything to anybody. So communicate to your husband your feelings, communicate your feelings to your son, communicate what you're struggling with, what you're disappointed with, what you see you're proud of him for, what all those things. Let him know what is happening in that situation, what he's causing, what 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 you're causing, all those things. If his behavior is causing you anxiety, say, hey, hey, whatever. You know, please. It's funny that you're saying this you because. You have to communicate. You have to talk. He's a person. Croy is a little quiet, right? I'm, I over communicate. I feel with my kids, not necessarily you, babe, but like with my kids, I over communicate because I didn't feel like my parents communicated at all. And so Croy, Croy knows what happened in the basketball game, for example, right? He knows what went wrong or what Kane could have done better or KJ or cash or whatever. I don't know that, but I know they're feeling. So what I love about my marriage with you, babe, is that you, know the sports. I don't know the sports, you guys. I don't. But I know that I am going to bring out the positive in the experience, period. That's all I care about. But it's also really important to share almost a negative. Like, Kane, you had the ball. Like, so I could not do that as a mother. Like, Kane, you had the ball. Not in 10 words or less, you dropped the ball. But like, Croy has a way of wording it, which is really great. And I think that's where a mom and a dad really plays a role. And so I think communicating with your husband how you're feeling would really help you get to a better place and maybe attacking it together. I think a father and a mother have their role for whatever reason. I know it's old school, but I think we all have our our different approach. I think we're very loving as mothers and we would obviously take a bullet for all of our kids as would their dads. But dads look at them like, hey, man, you had the ball. You could have done this, this and this but you didn't, it's okay. Like you're still a winner. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely think Corey's right. Talk to your husband, see what he says. But as a man, like 
I don't know. I look at my sons different than I do my daughters for sure. We're, I'm raising men. Like, take the trash out. Be a man. They open the door for me. They make sure I have a water in the car for me. They Like, we're raising men. Like, my husband's incredible, and I want my sons to be even better, which I don't know if that's possible, but I feel like Crow will make sure it is. But, you know, I think you're, possible. you're raising you're raising men. We're Croy's raising men. Not necessarily me. They hug me every single morning. It's the most refreshing feeling in the world but and i could never tell kane you had the ball and you dropped it like that would never come out of my mouth nor would it really croy but it's a way of just kind of a mother and a father and i'm i feel very blessed to have that it sounds like you have that as well jd so use that um no matter how old your son is make sense love it all right what do you do when everyone's pissed you got married during this stupid pandemic. Those jealous bitches. <laughs> well, we got uh, Zach from Louisiana. He says, "No, Louisville. What the fuck? Where'd you really? What? Okay, Louisville, Kentucky." And I have a question for sure. your podcast. Me and my girlfriend of two years just got married, but with everything going on in the world, we decided to go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which Croy we've talked about, but it's been so full, and we eloped. It was just us and the pastor. Our families are really upset and still upset, but we tried to get them to feel better that we're going to have a big reception when everything has gone back to normal. But my question is, how would y'all feel if one of your kids eloped? I got to be honest with you. I don't care. Yeah. I care. want my every single one of my six children to be happy. And if they called me on the phone and said, Mom, Dad, we eloped, it's fuck yeah. Like... <laughs> I'd actually probably be okay with it because <laughs> you asked. So it wouldn't I cost you a dime, you cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: I, have, I wouldn't have spent fucking who knows what on a wedding. Like, I have great. one of the most successful people in this country that's been in my life for 13 years and owns my production company, won 11 Grammys, etc. Tell me one day. I think I had just had cash, or I was pregnant with cash. He said, "You know what, Kim? Your kids are who your kids are when they're born." period. Don't ever try to change them. And I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. They are. They are exactly who they are when they're born. If my child eloped at any point, girl or boy, and they're happy, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it, it, whatever. Like my thoughts on, on marriage, marriage is sacred. Marriage is a contract between two people. I think there is a significance between an actual contract between two people and what that signifies and what that represents and, and kind of the aura that it brings to, You're so uh, hot right to now. the marriage, right? <laughs> but ultimately, right there, if you're talking about dating to seriously dating, maybe cohabitating together in a marriage, there isn't much difference other than other than that contract, right? Like that's so, a pretty big difference. Uh, so you just my point, yourself, no, 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 sir. no. So, but but having this big ceremony and throwing a party for we everybody spent millions else, millions on right, our wedding, millions a party of dollars for everybody else is the marriage part of it. It the eloping is the contract. The eloping part of it is the contract. You guys are establishing the contract. You're establishing everything I just described as partners. The 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 marriage and the ceremony and the fucking party, that's for everybody fucking else. So if they're pissed off, fine. Go go fucking throw a party for yourself. Right? Like if you guys want to party. I envision, I'll tell you this, right? My daughters, Brielle, Ariana, Kaya, I envision like just 
everything. Princess, my heart will be crushed. My sons, I have to let my sons be with whoever they want to be. I think Croy has really taught me that. Like, I think my girls, like my parents are really, my parents were really supportive of wherever I was at in my life, even though they didn't necessarily agree with it. And I can really respect that to this day. And it's taught me to allow my children to be who they are, right? Nobody thought that I should be with Croy. I was, you know, eight years older. I had two girls. He's 24 in the NFL. I'm on TV on Atlanta Housewives. I smoked cigarettes and drank wine. We've been married 10 years and we have an incredible marriage and we're just best friends. And so from that, I've learned with any of my, all six of my children, because none of them are married, that whoever they choose is something that I will accept. I want my kids happy. I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's somebody I thought they maybe should be with, but they're not, or somebody that they are with and I don't like them. It's not, it's not my place. So here's the thing. If my kids eloped and they felt the need to do that, I'm fucking over the moon for them and happy for them. They felt the need to do that during COVID. I feel like it's like, that's expected it's that's, expected well, but, almost right, like but that's like, that's your life that's yeah. their life that's how they but the envision guilt it that somebody it's tries to put my, on you is not fair yeah 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 it's it, that's not my place to say oh i should have been there to see that like if you didn't if that's who you are as a person and you didn't and you wanted to do it that way then i'm going to celebrate it that way with you and i'm going to, whatever like come on over for dinner well let's throw a fucking party if you want to throw one if not whatever like it you it, it, it's okay like like it's okay it's your life you have to live it to the best of here's your what Croy said vision. to me one day so my parents i was married before for a very short time i was with somebody for 10 years got married and was only legally married two months and then filed for divorce and it was a very short wedding just like quick and okay i'm gonna do this and whatever my parents were like fine sure whatever you want like my parents were always supportive of where I was at in my life. If it didn't make sense to them, they didn't care. Now, my brother has been with his wife since they were 15 and 13. So very different ballgame for me. And there's only two of us. When I hindsight look back, my parents respected my views and my thoughts and my feelings and supported it no matter what. They did share their thoughts. If I asked, if I didn't ask, they never said a word. And I remember that like clear as day. So that taught me with my own children that, listen, I want a relationship with my children. At the end of the day, I want my children happy. Like, period. Right? Like, you, we want all six of our children happy. That's not how maybe I envisioned it or Croy envisioned it. Or it is. Like, who knows what the hell is going to happen. But here's the thing. Like, I want my kids happy. That's my goal. Go elope. If that, like, Brielle says, I'm going to go get married at the beach and it's going to be amazing. Babe, if that's what you want, do it. Like, if that's what you see happening, Ariana wants to be a princess and have 500 people at her wedding, do it. Or Kaya wants, whatever it is, like, I genuinely want my kids to be happy. And I think that it would not affect me in the least bit. And I thank my parents for this. It wouldn't affect me in the least bit if they had a big wedding or not. Right. Even if I was sad, as a parent, I wouldn't project that on because I would understand that that as at the moment my child or we or did it. whatever that was what they wanted it, it's we had a they, baby before we got it's married they, it's what they wanted right and so it's my responsibility to support and mm-hmm. love and participate where and when i can right and if, and if you and if, I, if i didn't wasn't in your vision then i wasn't and it may hurt you know it may hurt i may be sad i may have missed it's that a but, moment. but whatever it's like a it's, moment. it's that's 
I want you to experience your life in your best way possible. I think I would I think I would be bothered now that I'm talking and I'm looking at you. I think I would be really upset if it was our daughters. I don't know, actually. My sons Sure. It's and that's okay if it I bothers think my you. Sons, but, yeah, but, but I wouldn't but you, I wouldn't necessarily vocalize, sh- vocalize right, like, it or interfere or make them feel bad. You know, they say like at eighteen years old there's no book on this and i always talk about this and in probably all the 14 years i've been on television that like there's no book on like your child turns 18 and you let them go like you give them wings and you let them fly there's no book on that how do you do that how do you have a baby especially as a mother carry this human for nine years or nine months give birth have this baby at 18 you're supposed to like here you go here's your wings fly like there's no book on that it's very very difficult to do i think as a mother and a father, but I know only because of Croy, because listen, there's no way that this would even work for me because I think my parents gave my wings a little too early, to be honest. And I was like, you're fucking crazy. Like, how do you give this to me at 15? I can't give it to my daughter at 24, but I think it's a process. And I think that we need to somehow let go as parents. And whether that's at 18 or 24 or 30, when they make an adult step, like getting married, eloping, having a child or getting pregnant and having a baby, it's time for you to like let go. That's a moment of like, yeah, like letting go. I haven't been in that position. Thank you, God. But I have to be honest with you. I want my kids happy, whether it's the way I saw it or not. I don't care. And a very influential person in my life told me that one day and I'll never forget it. And it's probably changed my thought process for the rest of my life. Yeah that I want our kids happy. Yeah. And so you're not here to please anybody else, period. You eloped. You did what you felt you needed to do. And you're not here to make anybody happy. I tried to make my parents happy until I was 35 to the point where it was like exhausting. And one day I just said, no more. And it's like the most liberating feeling ever. So you focus on your life, your wife, your husband. And you can just say, look, mom and dad, I love you. This is what I wanted to do. You know, please come along with us for the rest of our life. You know, like you weren't so keen on like, mom, this is who I love me. Right. What? With me. You weren't like mom. Like I was on Housewives of Atlanta. I smoked cigarettes when I drank. I was. You're here. No, but I'm saying you looked at him like, hey, I love her. Right. Like, yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. No, but not initially. That's what. Yeah. No, Bruce. You're here. That's what happened. <laughs> no, baby. Bruce yeah. was like, oh my God, I know her. I well, watched yeah, her. Well, yeah, sure. Everybody had their own opinions and, and some were good, some were bad, or some some were different than mine. Not bad, but some were different than mine. And I and I listened, but it doesn't mean that I followed them and I, and I followed my own opinion. You know, ult- again, ultimately, if your parents vocalize, hey, you know, I'm so sad that you didn't have us there. Like, I, I really would have loved to have been there, but it's their responsibility to to move past and and come along for the the next journey of however long you guys are together that that's what's important so you know i i don't have a relationship with my parents as you guys know for uh 10 years and uh there's many reasons a lot of you know selling stories and doing all those things but i, I would never interfere with my kids we would never interfere with our kids no, we want, we're here to support we're here to support it may not be my dream my vision my thought my it's not my life right. even right? if they hurt my feelings and i and i would i would oh, tell my son or my daughter hey you know like that hurt my feelings i, I or or i i'm so sad i didn't get to participate but you know i love you honey and and 
let's let's go to dinner today or or can i can no, i celebrate like, can i can we pop a bottle of so champagne sure, yeah. can we pop a bottle of sh- you know i think Corey whatever. and i though are coming from a standpoint of my parents were very supportive no matter what i did but they just wanted the money which they would sell stories for and and it harmed my daughters and when you mess with my daughters it becomes a different ball game and that's kind of ultimately what made me cut the cords. Corey came from a standpoint, and he can speak for himself, where they were like, ah, she's older. She has two kids. That's not really what we envisioned for you. I'm Catholic. I grew up Italian Catholic. Corey's Christian. Um, I had two daughters. I was 31. He was 24. On a show in Atlanta, I drank wine and smoked cigarettes when I did it. Not a good look, per se. Um, but we chose each other. If I, if my son was Croy today, I would be over the moon. If my son was Croy 10 years ago and said what he said on the altar and wrote his own vows like that, I would be over the moon. But I don't know if I would feel this way if I didn't have the parents that I had. And I don't know if Croy would feel the same way if he didn't have the parents that he had. You understand? Right. So that's probably why we have the podcast that we have and we're as successful as we are because we've learned and here's the thing. My children, our children are our life. They are the most important thing to us, but they're our children. And so you support them. My parents supported me, actually, through it all. I'm the only divorced person in my entire family on both sides. So, But, but I wouldn't even say they supported you because they... They, they stole yes, from me. Right. That, that's not support. Init- yeah. That's not support. That, that's, that's destructive. It was almost kind of like a manipulative relationship. Very, my where my grandma Judy, my where dad's it was mom, like, knows. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you support, but I'm yep. gonna take yep, from 100%. this. You know, like so I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna support you over here on the right side, then I'm gonna rip out from the left side, I think and then I'm that's gonna support why, the left and rip from the right, and like I think that's why I have such an attitude of gratitude to a fault. If somebody does something for me, I overcompensate by giving so much because I'm so grateful for what they did. Yeah, to a fault. I'm very thankful for how I grew up. I'm able to look at it black and white, but I will tell you this, the feeling I feel towards my children is a feeling that, that supersedes anything else in my whole life. Right. And in order to maintain that, I want my kids happy on all of my children. I want my kids happy. If KJ came to me and said this, this, and this, and she's got 17 kids and what, if KJ is happy, I don't give a shit. I'm not in any place to tell KJ, I don't think this is best for you, son. Right. Unless he asks my opinion. And I think that Croy and I are the best parents because of what we've been through. And I think that for all of you guys that are listening to this, I think that life is way too short to not have a relationship with your children. What else matters? Like what else fucking matters? Your relationship with your boss? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it matters really with your children. So you may not agree with what your son is doing or your daughter's doing or they eloped and you didn't get to throw this big wedding or it wasn't how you envisioned but it's not your life. And my point is there's no book on how to let go at 18, but you have to. Yeah. You just have to. And only Croy has allowed me to see that. And Brielle's 24, and I'm begging her to stay with me. She was turning 24 <laughs> on Wednesday, and I'm like, Brielle. She's like, Mom, shut up. I'm not going anywhere. She's trying to move out twice, but she's still here. <laughs> um, but anyways, I think supporting your children is definitely the way to go. And um I mean, there's no wrong in doing that. Fantastic. So. Well, we well, what the fuck? You're we, like, fantastic. I know. We love you guys as listeners. We are absolutely uh, just so grateful for House of Kim listeners. Uh, if you need advice, uh, maybe you're too afraid to bring it up to your family or your friends or your husband or whatever, we're here for you. Uh, we'll give you our best opinion, our best advice, 
or how we would handle that. Ask him. Ask myself. We're uh, very different, Croy. We're very different. How we would handle that situation. And you can take Kim's side or my side. <laughs> They're going to take my side. Who knows? That's exactly what safe space is for. Uh, Email us at yeah. houseofkim at kimzolsiak.com. Yep. 323-213-8100 for a text or a voicemail. You can leave it. Uh, if you want us to say your name, we will. If you don't, we won't. We're not Who saying cares? your name, period. We're Who not cares? saying your name. Yeah. Nobody wants us to say their name, Great. baby. Maybe somebody does. Maybe somebody. That might be freeing for somebody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you think we're going to be the fucking cause <laughs> yeah. of their divorce? Yeah. No. no. Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe fucking Steph wants to turn this podcast on for fucking Joe to hear to finally be us to free her. Who knows? Okay. If, if you want that, we're here for that. You know, like. Let me go anything, free you, baby. Come on. Anything and everything. Uh, we absolutely love you guys. So We're not doing the golden nugget because we're about to go to sleep. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a very long podcast. So next week you'll get our golden podcast. nugget. Yeah. We're going to do the golden nugget. It'll be about profactional laser. If you are anywhere in between the ages of 30 and 50, this is the answer for you. Uh, we'll talk in greater detail about how crazy you're going to fucking look for seven days, but how worth it it is. So thanks you guys so much for tuning into house of Kim. We will see you next week. Have an awesome week. Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.